And welcome to Sister Sage Herbs Roadside Herb Service. My name is Mark Fendel and this is Jane Simmons. Hello. Jane is the owner of Sister Sage Herbs, a tiny natural remedies company located here in Seattle. You can find us at sistersageherbs.com and at the heart of Seattle Pike Place Market. And welcome to our tiny podcast. Yes. And today we're going to be talking about the cottonwood tree and um, all of the medicinal uh, qualities um, from the cottonwood tree. Um, specifically, I know we're going to talk about all three, um, tea, mm-hmm. tincture, mm-hmm. and self. Yes, but first, what? a word from our disclaimer. Department. Oh, Right. <laughs> Our disclaimer. Um, So before we begin, the content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Please. Now, on to the good stuff. Yes. All right? Cool. So we're talking about uh, medicinal plants. No big whoop, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the cottonwood tree has been around and been used um, for medicine for thousands of years um, in different configurations. Um, but what we have here in North America is this classic um, black cottonwood. Um, Populus trichopa... <laughs> I'm going to screw that. I knew I was going to screw that up. Trichocarpa. Yeah? Looks like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Balsam, Balsam poplar. Um, so what we use from the um, cottonwood are the cottonwood buds that come up in the kind of... some Sometimes dead of winter, actually, here. Yeah. But... Um, but usually classic, you know, late winter and spring. Mm-hmm. And these buds come out of these trees um, and they look kind of like chicken feet. They do. Well, they, but they're really, usually really tall trees. So yeah. where, when did you pick these in particular? Under the tree during a giant windstorm where I was freaking out. So risked <laughs> life and limb for this cottonwood. So it's all the teeny tiny little twigs and the buds that aren't resinous yet. That's why they're good to get them in the winter. And then as when you bring them in your house and it's warm, they start opening up and smelling really beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to put that part in there. You mean the story about me going out in the windstorm? Yeah. I wanted to get them fresh. Well... <laughs> I didn't really think people were going to try to beat you to it down here in our neighborhood. But anyway, that aside, um, Mm -hmm. you made this tincture in uh, March of March 30th this year. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure you collected them in like February. So we waited for them to get a little bit resinous and start oozing their sticky sticky resin mm-hmm. and then put them in what vodka or did you put them in stronger than vodka 
No, it was vodka. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can, the way I made this tincture is just, you know, a bunch of cottonwood buds, one part cottonwoods to two parts vodka. Okay. And, um, yeah, I dried the buds out first a little bit. Oh, because it was a rain and windstorm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yes, on a blustery winter, you know, storm mm-hmm. afterwards, mm-hmm. you can go out and see these. Um, usually the trees live by a water source because they, they need the water. Mm-hmm. So all across the country, when you go, like even in the Rio Grande and... New Mexico, you can see, like, that's going to be the water right there because there's all the cottonwoods. Yeah. So, and yeah. then that's where all the people settle. And sure. so they find the medicine that's right, and, you know, that's like a windbreak, mm-hmm. a little bird shelter. Birds are dropping their seeds of all these other plants they've eaten, and the weeds become the medicine for people who settle there. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's how we... That's the ethnobotany part of our mm-hmm. <laughs> story here. And we've but, talked yeah. about the cottonwood in previous podcasts, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, those, those buds, they, are, they look brown and green and kind of reds. And, mm-hmm. and they look kind of like the chicken feet. And they're, <laughs> easy to, um, they're pretty easy to uh, harvest. Mm-hmm. Just um, pop it off at the, wherever it pops off on mm-hmm. the branch. You can even use small twigs, the tiny twigs mm-hmm. that are the same size, because that resin is all through that whole stem. Yeah, the so the resin stem. is yeah. very, very sticky. Yeah. And would probably make a pretty good glue. Well, yeah, that is, um, a lot of people think that's what, propolis is mostly made out of those mm. kind of resins that bees collect during the winter when there's not much else out there, mm. or well. On a, like a warm winter day, they can go out, but there's not much else for them to collect. Mm. But um, they make it, it's very similar in taste to propolis, if you've ever had propolis. Mm. Um, so, and it's similar in that, that color is the same as the resin from here, the reddish brown. Right. Yeah. So right. It'll be interesting to analyze it or something. Yeah. Hmm. Or maybe it'd be interesting to combine the... Mm the um, cottonwood bud with actual propolis yeah the propolis yeah Mm, we should ask our beekeeper (laughs) cool we'll get back to you on the next podcast (laughs) yeah we're planning um so anyway um yeah it'd be fun to try all all of these things Mm -hmm. um I guess I'd want to mention too that the the buds are have just an incredibly fragrant smell um mm-hmm. it smells it's kind of vanilla like yeah vanilla it's i remember kevin said it smelled like fresh rain on mm-hmm. a river bank mm. there you go um yeah i can see that yeah cool well, so. <laughs> we have this tincture we're about to taste, which is... Well, I think maybe we should taste the uh, the tea first, because it's going to be less okay. uh, strong. Okay. Because I think the... So what we did is we put um, a little 
couple of cottonwood buds in hot water, and we're just making a tea. And it's only been like maybe seven minutes since we, maybe, no, 15 minutes since we... Yeah, something like that. So and it's not even plumped yet, so you could possibly either steep it longer or kind of gently boil it if you mm -hmm. wanted more out of it. Mm -hmm. But we're just, you know, the quick, easy, one, one twig per cup here. Sure. And this is really good for, um, you know, kind of stimulating lungs, mm. um, good for circulation. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I've just learned most of this stuff from Scott Cluse's book. In fact, I'm just looking at it right mm -hmm. here. So um, if you're interested, Pacific Northwest Medicinal Plants. Identify, harvest, and use 120 wild herbs for health and wellness by Scott Cluse. I think this is one of the most fantastic books. Nice. Um, I know I've talked about it before on this podcast, but this book is not just a great book. It's good in practice. Mm -hmm. You know, you could just carry that with you when you're when you're hiking. Yeah, and, you know. if you had one book to carry with you. Right now, I would say this would be it. If you're in the Pacific Northwest, this would be the one if yeah. you are interested in uh, medicinal and they're plants. Not, he so doesn't anyway. just go over only um, native plants, but just plants that can and do grow readily here. Right. So a lot of times, yeah, right. you'll... It's practical. Yeah. You know, so we're basically, we're, <laughs> we're testing all of the... Um, preparations here. Mm -hmm. So this is the first one. This is the um, twig tea. Okay, I'm gonna take a sip. So yeah, take a sip. Tell me what you think. Mm. Mild. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now it doesn't it really... really. I mean, it's hard now because we oh, poured yeah. the tincture. But no, I can smell it. Yeah. It almost smells like roses or something, like kind of floral. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's nice. Yeah, it's pretty mild. Mm -hmm. You'd prob probably need a few more of them in there to really have mm -hmm. like a... Mm -hmm. Well, like I said, it's not even plumped back up, so it hasn't released that much yet. Mm -hmm. You see at the bottom, you can see a little bit of a resin coming out oh, yeah. because of the heat. Yeah, so definitely. maybe in about, who knows how long. Or maybe you could just let it sit for... Yeah, or simmer or yeah. something. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, but I think it's fine for yeah. like, especially like a small child. They don't need that much, you know. This is a, like a, a fun, you know, thing to do. You homesick from home, from school sick. You know, well, let's go in the backyard, grab some cottonwood, get a little fresh air, put yeah. it in your cup, and have a little tea party. Mm -hmm. It says here you can drink, um, drink three to four fluid ounces up to three times per day. So, yeah. How many um, cool. buds would he put in for his thing? And are they fresh? I don't know. Not necessarily. It doesn't really say there. Okay. I mean, I would say, you know, that's probably fine to use them fresh. Mm -hmm. Remember when Andrew put one right in his mouth? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> A cottonwood bud, yeah. I don't even know if it was the whole one. Was it the whole one? 
I think I he. I think one, he did. Yeah. Um, you know how it has like, um, like leaves almost like yeah. leaves coming. I just put one leaf in my mouth after he did that, and it was buzzing around. My mouth was kind of numb or tingly numb. Yeah. For a while, so I. Oh, yeah. I think if you had a teething baby. <sighs> I mean, I wouldn't put it one like that, but maybe this tincture. Let's mm-hmm. try this in our own. Yeah, maybe a tiny little something, but oof. just on your fingertip, and then rub the gum or something. Could be really good for antibacterial. Oh yeah. Or a bad tooth. Mm-hmm. Okay, should we taste? Um, the, I would just. I'm gonna just do one little pinky yeah. in there. Yeah. So this is the tinct. We're we're trying the tincture that we made in March. Mmm, that is unique. <laughs> I like it. I'm going to put it on a different part of my tongue now. <laughs> I just put it on the mm. front. It's but really... different taste receptors. Different it's really taste. bitter. Um, you can, and when you look at the tincture itself, you can see the actual... Um, put some in the back of your tongue. Okay. It's very, it, it has that vanilla, mm-hmm. but um, uh, what is that, pre- the other thing they use, I think it's benzoin, I wonder if that's mm. made from that, but... Bitter sal- salicates? Sal- is- <laughs> silates. Salicylates? Salicylates. Um, in the butt, oh, and twigs, reduce inflammation, relieve pain. Mm. Cool. <clears throat> so this is for to kind of clear the lungs, cough, circulation. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can feel it kind of working on my lungs right now. And the tincture is very brown in color. Oh, yeah. Um, and you can see the properties, mm-hmm. you know, in the tincture, in the alcohol, yeah. you know. Um, well, we haven't, you know, completely strained it yet. Yeah. But yeah, it's that auburn reddish brown. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's good. I think it would be, and then it, I think it would be good mixed with honey. Mm-hmm. As, you know, it would be really nice rounded out. You know. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, this would be delicious yeah, with honey. And then just take a little bit of that every day to keep your lungs open yeah your throat kind of coated mm-hmm. you know just like we were talking about mm-hmm. the propolis mm-hmm. um, but then we also have yeah that's that I like that yeah I like that but idea it definitely needs something I mean if I were to want to take it every day I would have to have some grounding thing to it because it's very uh, in your mouth it's very like the vanilla sort of flavor is so high and Flavor mm-hmm. note of high as yeah. opposed to needing some grounding. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So the honey or something would bring it down. I agree. In the flavor or some. It is very root, bitter. Maybe. <laughs> With echinacea, maybe. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. All right. Well, mm-hmm. we're going to get back to some of these ideas. Right. Well, these are. this is fun to, you know, try new things and test out. These are just, you know, things that we like to do aside from making Sister Sage herbs products, you know, mm-hmm. and and working with, you know, the herbs that we work with all the time. This is kind of just for fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and research. Yeah. And, okay, so we have one more left. One more thing is our cottonwood balm that you made 
probably. I've met a couple of times. In March, though, probably when you uh -huh. made them. And this. So this. So you took the oil and mixed it with the wax, mm -hmm. beeswax and shea butter. Yep. And melted it all down. So strained oil, and the oil was soaking for a while. I think we heated it up because we wanted the resins to come into the... That's right. So we had it in the crock pot. I think we did like a gallon of it. We just put a gallon of oil mm -hmm. and then... I don't even know if we measured. We just put a bunch of cottonwood buds in there. I will warn you that if you try this at home, whatever pan you use will either be only usable for cottonwood again or um, really difficult to clean. Yeah. So we did use one of the pumice stones on the crock pot to get it clean again, but right. now we don't use the crock pot for that anyway, so I'm not sure how that is really got cleaned up but it's very nice I remember the first time I tried a balm at a festival that was like my competitor's balm that I just wanted to check it out you know <laughs> I walked over and acted like I didn't know what I was doing and just tried it put it on my back and I was like oh my gosh that is nice <laughs> so um, definitely look for a specialty balm from Sister Sage or something that we'll try out that we'll have the cottonwood and maybe arnica and a couple other things, St. John's Wort or something. Yeah. But yeah. That was nice. And then the smell is really nice. You know, it is... Oh, so wonderful. You know, it is a scent that will stick with you, but it's so nice. You know? Is that vanilla. Mm. It is wonderful. And I don't know if we did it this time, but another time we we used the cottonwood and we put, um, what, fur essential oil in there and a cedar essential oil. Mm -hmm. But instead, if we also uh, harvest the tips of the cedar mm -hmm. and put those into the oil, it could scent it from the, from the trees instead of the essential oil. Yeah. So, we might have to try that. That'd be cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Very, very exciting. Yeah, that is fun. Yeah, that was a lot, of, a lot out of one herb. Yeah. You know, one, the, just the buds. Mm-hmm. You got three different, very easy to make products. Oh, yeah. Cool. And they smell so great. <laughs> so should we wrap this up? Sure. Um, if you made it to the end of this podcast, you are so awesome. Herbal superheroes. Jeez. Um, visit us for more at sistersageherbs.com. And, and folks, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Cheers.